deal with your problems yourselves like adults. It's time. All right, let's do this. Match point, touchdown, etc. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We are live on the Roar on a Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quackenbush, Ben Milstead. We are live inside the, well, he, Ben is inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. I am live inside the friendly confines of Doug Kingsmore Stadium today. A beautiful sunny day. It is about 60 degrees uh, a fair to midland uh, breeze is blowing in the ballpark, and we're excited for Clemson and Presbyterian College today. Again, uh, 4 o'clock first pitch. Uh, let's see. We'll give you the exact. No, we won't. Uh, I don't have it with me. I'm going to assume it's somewhere around 4.02 uh, first pitch today. Uh, that means a 3.30 pregame with Don Munson uh, on the call for today. Very, very excited uh, for that, indeed. Uh, so we'll have lots of analysis of that. We'll get you ready for it. And um, got a lot of hoops to talk about today. A lot of uh, college football today. Uh, Spencer Strider in a development that I'm going to only just describe as a totally unfair, ruthless gesture, has a second uh, off-speed offering that actually looks like it could get people out. We'll discuss that on the show today. Ben Milstead, I'm fired up today. How are you, sir? The only thing that Quark has said to me today and i quote i am fired up i think it's spencer strider's curveball that did it to me <laughs> oh yes uh and that's true it will be when we talk about this and we will talk about this it will be the most blatantly obvious nerd alert we've ever done because when i tell you i am on i am deep into rankings and lists and spreadsheets and data that I wasn't even sure existed in the in this form until like an hour and a half ago. Uh, I really mean that. I'm excited to talk to the Braves fans out there and people who just like uh, following Pitching Ninja on Twitter. I'm excited to break this down for you. Um, by, go ahead, Ben. No, nothing. I'm just, it, it warms my heart to know that you're fired up and you're at a baseball stadium, which probably has a little something to do with it, and uh, that that you're bringing this energy to the show. I appreciate that. Um, we have two bits of breaking news that I think we should discuss before we start. The first bit of breaking news, and this is really this is very important. It's a seismic development, and it's something I wasn't sure I'd be able to say uh, when we hit the air today. I believe Virginia has just made a jump shot for the first time since Saturday. I think they just made one. Congratulations to Virginia for making a jump shot. What a disaster last night in Blacksburg for Virginia. <laughs> Holy Lord. <laughs> Is it bad that, that I'm sitting there watching that game and I am trying to do the math on how many games it's taken Virginia to – Point total to total that of the NBA Eastern Conference All-Star Game last night. Let's do the math on this. Oh, I got to get there. How about just from the losing team? How many games did it take Virginia to score as many points as uh, as the West or team whoever? I don't even know how they divided this thing up. Um, 
Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, I mean, right, they they scored ninety. That, did they out? What, what was the what was the halftime score? Did both teams hit ninety in the first half? Uh, I'm sure they did. I'll, let me double check that. <laughs> They've scored ninety in the last two games combined. Yeah, and and won <laughs> one of them, which is <laughs> the most surprising bit of news. Uh, golly, Ben, come on. All right, it's so not that hard. All right, I, I've I've got this for you. In the last three games, Virginia has combined to score 153 points, which would have lost the All-Star game by 50. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the East scored 104 in the first half, and the West scored 89 in the first half. So 211 is the total we're looking for there from the East, final score. Uh, you know what? Um, will will they get it in their next game uh, against North Carolina at home on Saturday? Will they score? What was the what was the number they have to get to? The East number? Uh, Two eleven. All right. So let's see. We're doing some quick math here. They have to score uh, fifty eight to match. So they have to score fifty nine to win. Do in, they in one in a game? Four, in one game. <laughs> do they get there against North Carolina at home on Saturday? Uh, no, no, Pro no, 50, no. We're kind of burying the lead here. Virginia Tech, 75, Virginia, 41 last night. It was 36 to 16 at halftime. And you're thinking, well, it's got to improve a great deal. And it really didn't. <laughs> it really didn't improve that much. Um, I, boy. I, we every fan base goes through their frustrations with their with their team. It, it's got to be just maddening to be a Virginia basketball fan, though. I mean, is that not next level? Because you are a twenty one team, and you you just play defense. And then when you don't play defense, you lose by you know thirty plus to your rival. Yeah, that's right. Um, it it truly. It truly doesn't make sense. It breaks your brain. They they have bought all the way into this. I mean, when you win a national championship, it, it does it to you. Um, so I'll say Virginia's been well-conditioned as a fan base to deal with. Sometimes we score 40 and we're, we're fine with it because we might win 40 to 37. Um, last night, something remarkable happened. I'm just looking at Ken Palm right now. Virginia Tech, with their win last night, went from 64 in Ken Palm to 51. Virginia last night started the night in the Ken Palm rankings at 53 and dropped to 65. It is one of the most mutually impactful results that I can remember where these teams essentially traded places. And now we have a texter that is asking the question, uh, do my Hokies have a chance at making the NCAA tournament? You know Mike Young's teams come on strong late. Ben? I was looking at some numbers this morning, and I'm not sure I'm comfortable putting uh, Virginia Tech in the, like, very uh, credible bubble conversation yet. Mm -hmm. But I have them. I have Virginia Tech on the periphery because they have four quad one wins now. They They're can, they can see the bubble. Yes, they, they can. They can see the bubble. And Virginia is down to 50 in the net. Virginia Tech moved up nine spots. Virginia moved down nine spots. Virginia is now 50. Virginia Tech is now 53. If not for the overall results and a little bit of schedule quality, 
you might have Virginia Tech and Virginia as rough peers on this bubble right now. It was a, it was a great result for the Hokies that I thought were were destined to be an NIT team before last night. Yeah, and you know it's it's more evidence that a blowout win helps and a blowout loss kills you because there should not have been a nine point move by either team. Uh, Virginia was a quad two win for Virginia Tech. You should not move up nine spots with a with a quad two win at home. Yet they did. If that is a seven point game last night, Quack, this is that's more of a three or four point spread uh, movement, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, if they win by if they win by single digits, you're talking about minuscule spots. You're talking about Virginia Tech still being in the NIT, and we're not even entertaining this discussion. And you're talking about Virginia, which I think is still solidly in. They won twenty games thus far, but you're talking about them being like comfortably in where you don't have to raise your eyebrows at anything. They, Virginia's in the South Carolina category for me right now because everything about them screams NCAA tournament except that net number, and that net number is gaudy. Now, we're also talking about a an NCAA tournament selection committee. I was reminded reading some stuff this morning that at one point in time let a Rutgers team that was 77th in the net into the tournament. So they are more than willing to uh, ignore the net when the other metrics are fine. So that's why South Carolina is solidly in, and Virginia is still sort of in that 8-9 category. Um, but I I wouldn't fall much further than 50 if I were Virginia, and I'd probably try to play close or win against North Carolina, as the texture points out, a North Carolina team that has not won at, uh, at JPJ in 13 years. So... It's it's rough, Ben. It's rough to try to follow this because as soon as you think you've got it figured out and you kind of have these teams sort of settled into tiers and maybe you're expecting a little bit of movement, something like this happens that dramatically changes the conversation. Um, I would argue it changed the conversation for the better for the ACC to have Virginia Tech as a part of this. Yeah, maybe. It Although it sort of feels to me right now like the league is is still looking at maybe four teams and a whole bunch of really good NIT type teams, <laughs> you know, a whole yeah. bunch of bubble teams. Uh, Virginia Tech's resume is a little bit unusual in that their losses early on this season were to were to really solid teams. The problem with it is you got blown out by a couple of them. So you don't like they got blown out by Auburn, they got blown out by FAU. So you don't truly get the benefit of the sound that sounds crazy. The benefit of losing to a a high net <laughs> team, but but you don't get the efficiency number. I mean like your efficiency numbers tank because you got blown out. You know, it and South Carolina is helping them right now. They lost to South Carolina by 2 uh beating Clemson is helping them but then you know they also have losses to notre dame and uh miami at this point um there was there was another anyway by the way uh on that note virginia also lost to notre dame so the commonwealth having a really hard time with notre dame this year um we'll move off of virginia tech here finally though they have uh, in terms of ways that they could help themselves, 
you know, it would be great if they could go to Pitt and win this Saturday because Pitt's 47 in the net. That would help you. Uh, they have Wake Forest later, who is 40 in the net. Outside of that, they unfortunately and and they need they need to move up in the net. Unfortunately, they have Notre Dame, Louisville, uh, Syracuse also on their schedule, which is not going to do anything for them. Correct. Um, number and, of textures. Go ahead. Well, I just I just was going. I feel like I need to say this every time we go down this deep into the net rankings talk i hate having to talk about net ranking still i do i'm in no in no way endorsing that this is a a good way to do it but it is the way that it's done so we have to pay attention to it we have to play along it's like eating broccoli like you don't hey, have to i love broccoli yeah uh let's see brussels sprouts where's your weak spot i love bro i i get your point yeah we'll go with broccoli. yeah yeah okay <laughs> It's like, you know it's good for you, so you have to do it. You know it matters, but uh, you don't have to love it all the time. Going um, to the doctor. How about that? Going to the doctor. That Great. Uh, great point right there. Great point. Uh, uh, talking about the net is like going to the doctor. Um, 654 Roars, the number if you like to join us. we got open phones in the show today. We do have breaking news, actual breaking news in the world of college football. Um, I, I, like, I think it was expected breaking news, but it's very interesting, and then there's also a corresponding piece that came out this morning, I believe, in The Athletic that talks about some of the ESPN dynamics at play with the college football playoff. So we'll discuss that. Before we go to break, I do want to mention this. We've got a couple textures coming going, golly, you guys are making fun of Virginia. How do we lose to them, these Clemson fans? How do we lose to them? And I would, I would just point out uh, the simple answer because basketball. Um, that's the simple answer. The more complicated answer is that Virginia had these struggles early in the year a lot, and particularly there was a six-game stretch between around Christmas time to the middle of January where they were two and four, and then they spent a month winning every game, and looking pretty doggone good doing it and scoring better and like they gave up 76 points at Florida State in regulation and won the game. That's how much better offensively that they were. And now they're one and two in their last three, and they've combined to score 90 points in the last two games. So it's just basketball, and it's the ebbs and flows of a season. And when you catch teams, like catching a team when they can't throw the ball in the ocean from the beach is probably a help to you. Yeah, Virginia had won five in a row when they came to Little John, and they went on to win win three more after that. So – or – three counting Clemson so they went on an eight game winning streak before they played uh Pitt and you know not an excuse but it sort of answers the texture's question I, I would say the same thing I mean like I watched Virginia play the last two nights and I say not only how did Clemson lose to them how did anybody lose to them <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I've watched Virginia Tech play several times this year and thought how did Clemson lose to them and then last night nobody's asking that question because they look great I mean, they, they really did. They played great last night. All right, uh, 654 Roars, the number you want to join us on the phones on the Adams Co-Roofing text line. Hour one continues. We're talking college football playoff developments when we return right after this. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glenn Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. 
you'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus. And once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together, we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson & King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. It's race for the green time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment is your premier independent local construction equipment rental and sales source. With three locations in the upstate and one in North Georgia, our Takeuchi lineup of track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders, and full line of attachments are ready to make your jobs easy. So don't settle for less. Choose the best with Bennett and Takeuchi. Proudly supplying equipment in our region for 24 years. When you need equipment in the upstate or North Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Craving a late night bite after the game? Order on the Wendy's app. Stuck at work? Forgot your lunch at home? Order on the Wendy's app. No time to cook before taking the kids to soccer practice? Order on the Wendy's app. You catching my drift here? It's never been easier to get fresh food fast. Download the Wendy's app today to experience just how simple it really is. Join the rewards program and start earning points. New offers are added all the time. So what are you waiting for? Order on the app and visit your local Wendy's today. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 
six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Continues out of bounds live from Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Ben Milstead back in the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Uh, got a text during the break on the Adams Co-Roofing text line. Uh, Shane from Greenville says, Quack and Ben, I'm on my way to the dentist. I know what you mean. Uh, thoughts and prayers, Shane. Thoughts and prayers on Godspeed, that. Shane. Yes, sir. Hey, um, can I make a, uh, a request of you? Yes. Uh, that song, Jane... Jefferson Starship. Yes. That song needs to be part of the rotation at Doug Kingsmore Stadium in between in between innings. That you is know what? that is such a baseball park type song. That is the type of song that you hear in a baseball park. I agree wholeheartedly. So you just, um you you know what to do from here. For sure. I'm looking in there right now. I'm right next to the uh game ops booth and I don't think there's anybody in there. You think they would notice if I ran in there and just played it? No, no, uh, nobody would notice. And loud. I mean, playing it loud. <laughs> loud? Too. Nobody would notice. <laughs> um, I'm going to pass that along to my guy, Michael. And uh, I'm going to see if we, can't, uh, if we can't make that happen today. Get it in the rotation. Get it in the hopper, as it were. And, uh, and make, sure that we, uh, make sure that we do a good job of that. I would agree. In fact, you know what? You know what? I... I want to open up the Adams Co Roofing text line. Um, if you have song requests for Doug Kingsmore Stadium, uh, not necessarily today, but just you know generally, throw that bad boy in there. I know they do it during a game on X or Twitter. If you're uh, if you're if you've got nostalgia for the old days, um, but we can do that on the Adams Co Roofing text line today. Uh, Austin says I think the playlist for baseball games been the same since 2012. Au contraire, Austin. Uh, it, some of the elements remain. Some of the elements remain, but uh, they've done some. They've done some tinkering. I think some. I think some positive developments in the uh, in the playlist in the last dozen years or so. Yeah, I, I haven't been enough to know for sure, but there are a lot of things that have been around a long time. Uh, you know, I don't think you're going to hear football music. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I mean they they play a lot of the same stuff. But isn't that okay? Don't we want that? Because don't don't we don't we like that familiarity? I mean, you know, we played on opening day Friday. We played all music that gets played at Doug Kingsmore and ballparks around the America. Don't we like that? I mean, don't you like the fact that you drive down the road in July? And you hear a song come on the radio, and it instantly makes you think about being at the ballpark. I kind of do. Yes, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I think that the seasons. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think of real seasons, folks. Um, my brain is just sports seasons. I think. Well, and then summer. Summer is just summer. Summer is a great like uh, pop 
country season. Um, football season is a nice blend of like pop country, and it sort of like blends you into hip hop season. Uh, then basketball is very hip hop ish and some techno situation, like some uh, some bumping or uh, arena music. And then baseball is sort of some of that arena music with your country pop, and then you get back into summer. And you can basically play classic rock whenever and wherever you want. Uh, that's yeah. the way I've any, – any thoughts on that uh, as sort of a way that the seasons sort of blend into each other and transition from one to the next? Yeah, look, DJ Spin Milstead cannot give away those secrets for free, okay? So <laughs> I'm not. I, I will tell you this. I got a text from a baseball dignitary who agrees with me, Jane from Jefferson Starship needs to be in the rotation. And this particular individual has the power. He could make this happen. So <laughs> if you're I at the it. ballpark today and you hear that, I expect I expect a tweet from you. I do. I'm going to tell you what. If you hear that at the ballpark today, I'm going to challenge people. S- just stand up and clap. Just stand and applaud. <laughs> stand and applaud. That way I'll know that you're listening. The people will know you appreciate the song. And uh, and we'll we'll all sort of have a good time with that. Yeah, just just stand and applaud. Just you know, a, a nice little respectful clap feels like the way to do that. I uh, it, we're gonna move on to real stuff, people. I promise. Um, and I totally lost my train of thought there. So there <laughs> oh 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 oh. We we may. I'm trying to confirm. We may have the opportunity to send you to the ballpark today. So. Stay tuned for that. Uh, working on some tickets here as we speak. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. Um, can we talk about the college football playoff for a moment? Uh, this uh, this breaking news. This Do you count breaking news when something we expected to happen finally does? Because I kind of feel weird calling it breaking news when it's not something that either is totally completely out of the blue, unexpected, or um, something that is maybe expected but we didn't think it was coming right now. Um, regardless, this is a... Expected this is, breaking news. Yeah, that, I mean, that we need some sort of a category for that, don't we? Um, the College Playoff Board has approved officially on Tuesday unanimously to revise the format of the 12-team playoff to a 5-plus-7 model instead of a 6-plus-6. Six six. What does that mean? It means before you were taking the top six uh, ranked conference champions, they got automatic bids, the top four of those would get buys, and the other two would be lumped into the eight teams that would have to play in those uh, those first-round games. Um now, with the demolition of the Pac-12, a dissolution is probably the word that people will use. I'm using demolition. They were run over with a tractor. Um, the Washington State President Kirk Schultz was a holdout on this, but uh, apparently not any longer. Um, I don't know what they gave him to make it unanimous, but they did. Uh, it is now a 5-plus-7, so the top five-ranked conference champions – and then seven at-large teams will comprise the college football playoff field. 
Ben, your thoughts on this before we go to the phones quickly. Well, like you said, it was expected. The one thing that I don't see, I'm looking at an article in The Athletic that is uh, you know, pretty concise on everything that went on with this today. I don't see that it mentions the fact that you now assume that you officially no longer recognize the Pac-12 as the Pac-12. That The reason that I say that is I was thinking there were some legalities in, col- in college football that you couldn't just bump them, even though they only had two members. Ah, that's a that's a really good point. I, I, but I, but do I don't think, see that reference anywhere. Right. I, I think I think we again. It's one of those things that we all sort of expect that they're going to deal with this um, somehow, some way that they're going to sort of resolve it where it's very clear and probably to the detriment of those two schools. Um, I I do also wonder if it's possible that you know they. I wonder if this year in particular, because of the very delicate situation that they have, if they go, you know what, if you can navigate a Mountain West schedule and you finish 11-1, and we will let our committee decide whether you deserve to be in or not. And then, gosh yeah. darn it, you know it's going to happen like this. Oh, Washington State, you just happen to be the sixth highest rated conference champion. Gosh, so close. Ooh, you just... You just missed it, and now they can still get in as a as an at large too. But sure. you know, having that automatic, and that's not good for college football to have an automatic spot going to one of two teams. Obviously, um, I, I was really just thinking more the legalities of it, but they must they must be good with that. the The five seven just makes sense now, uh, which means you're going to have the power four, and then a group of five, you would think. That's right. Uh, I would uh, I would think that's going to be the case. Um, let's, let's go to the phones. We'll get back to more of this in a second because there's some interesting information that's come out regarding ESPN's role in this and maybe some other broadcast network's roles in this. First, let's go to Mike and Anderson on the phone. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Mike? Not much, Clark. Uh, working and listening to the show. Very quickly before I get to my sports point on Ben's uh, song there, Jane by Jefferson Starship, I lived in Metro Atlanta probably 82 to 87, I would guess, maybe 81 to 86, somewhere around in there. Used to go to old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium to see the Braves play when they weren't very good more times than I can count. And I remember, again, more times than I can count in the summer Sitting in the stands there, maybe five, maybe 7,000 people there, and that song comes on and it's blaring. I mean, just blaring in the stadium, and people are standing up and kind of kicking their heels up and everything. So that is uh, being spot on. That's an excellent, excellent baseball song. And see, Mike, and that's my point. You, you still now connect that song when you hear that song you're thinking about the old atlanta fulton county stadium absolutely yes sir great point great point and also clock uh another great song you said do it on text but since i got you online waiting on a sunny day by bruce springsteen you're sitting at the ballpark it's overcast it's cloudy it's cold you're waiting for the spring to get here at this time of the season 
Check out Waiting on a Sunny Day by Bruce Springsteen. And if that doesn't make you stomp your feet and think of a happy day or a sunny day, then you probably don't have a soul. But anyway, that's my musical contribution. I got You know today. what? I, I've written it down. I will pass it along. I promise you'll like it, Quack. Quack, have, have you seen anything on uh, any, anywhere about the, the fight? I mean, the brawl. Not just a skirmish. This was a brawl last night. I think it was last night. I saw it on a sports channel very early this morning. Two universities called Texas A&M at Commerce. Never heard of them. Incarnate Word, I have heard of them. But yes. don't know where they are. And I think they're Division One team. They had a fight last night that fight doesn't describe it. It was, it was just ugly, man. And and players had to be restrained. And one player for one of the teams uh, even fought his own coaches and his own his own teammates as he was trying to get to the opposing team. If you get a chance to check that, I'm, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube or whatever. I, I don't mind a little skirmish in football or basketball or baseball where there's jawing and maybe a push or something like that. Men being men, testosterone is flowing. But if you watch this video and see what happened, any anybody involved in this brawl last night should be suspended for the season. And I didn't know if you had seen anything about that, but – if you get a chance, check it out if you can find it on YouTube or wherever you go to find it because it's, uh, it's ugly and it's, it's about everything that's ugly about sports. Thanks a lot, Clark. Thanks very much, Mike. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, ben, I did see this last night. I um, did too, yeah. It, it was brutal, and it, it lends itself to some other conversations. In fact, I, I want to pick this up on the other side because – I'd thought about bringing this up today, and I thought, well, I'm not sure if it'll if it'll uh, animate people or motivate people. But since Mike brought it up, we could talk about handshake lines and whether we need them, uh, what the uh, what the ramifications of that might potentially be, um, especially given the stakes as we're getting deeper and deeper into the season with more and more intense games. Um, this hour of the program is brought to you by our friends at Landscaper Supply, and I'm I'm glad that it is because it gives us an opportunity to talk about where we're going to be on Friday. Landscaper Supply in Piedmont. We're having a big grand opening event this weekend there. We will be there live on Friday for the show, uh, noon until 3. Giveaways, free food, right at the intersection of Highways 8 and 81. This is yet another Landscaper Supply location uh, that is open, that is vibrant, that is growing. Uh, it's just another one of these spots that is becoming a real destination for landscapers and for people who just want to have a nice yard. Uh, for business owners, you know the difference at Landscaper Supply. And again, we're going to have a great, great time on Friday. Hope you can come out and be a part of it. Um, every single uh, every single person out there, you're going to be treated to free food. You're going to be treated to great deals. They've got free gas for a year with a grill purchase. Uh, just all kinds of things going on. Landscaper Supply, brand spanking new, grand opening location right there at the intersection of Highways 8 and 81 in Piedmont. Come by and see us on Friday for that. 654 Roars the number. Hour 1 continues. More nonsense when we return next. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software 
Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Carolina Top Dress is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. Right now, take advantage of our limited time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at carolinatopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always... Go Tigers! Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Twin Peaks is always adding exciting cocktails to the menu, like the expertly balanced Sincoro Hall of Fame Margarita. Try it at your local lunch today. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at AutoWorksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and 3 row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Sure, you can wait until spring for spring cleaning, or you can get an insanely clean home now by calling the experts at Zero Res Air Duct Cleaning today. They use ZR water to clean your carpets like no other, and no sticky soap residue. Your carpets stay cleaner longer. For the rest of the month, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for just $129, plus a free staircase. Schedule online at ZeroResGreenville.com. I'm Lance Crick. After 20 plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777. 
or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game game day. All right, hour one continues. Out of bounds. William Quagginbush, Ben Milstead. By the way, I heard that song, I think, Saturday. At the ballpark. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, um, I don't know if it was a pitcher's song or if it was between innings. It was late in the game. And the reason that I the reason that I thought about that is because I feel like that used to be, this is, uh, people are not going to get this unless you absolutely know what I'm talking about. That used to be the song that white people really loved, <laughs> uh, like in college, like white college students. And Mr. Brightside just flat out took that from all the small things. Um, and so I, I I sort of like poured one out in my brain for that song. That was that just is it's a poor man's Mr. Brightside now. Uh yeah, Blink One Eighty Two, not really in my wheelhouse, but still that's a that's a decent song. People you like you know what I'm talking about too. It's the it's the song that people like throw their hands up and they're just yelling the the chorus or they're yelling the line like uh like mr yeah. Brightside. My, in, in my day that was a song that people did that too um this hour of the program is brought to you by our friends at ingles where you'll find low prices and you will love the savings you'll love the savings all over uh, all over the store every time i go to ingles there's a great deal on something that i need that then leads me to like five other things uh that i need you know what's the what's a horrible thing about going to the to the grocery store? And I'll speak specifically about Ingles here, but like you know what I'm talking about, where you are, that you go to you go to Ingles, okay, and then you find a bunch of stuff that's on sale, and you realize when you got out to the car that one of the two things that you actually came for you didn't get. That happens two thirds of the times I go to Ingles. Last night, milk. Literally went for milk and Ziploc bags. Got the Ziploc bags, walked out with nine items. None of them were milk. And so I had to actually walk in the store and buy a uh, pint. I think it was a pint of milk. I didn't even need that much. It's annoying, but it is what it is. When you put yourself in a situation where you're going to see a bunch of great deals, grab a bunch of stuff you didn't come for, and then treat yourself at Ingles, where you'll find low prices and you will love the savings. Um, all right, 654-ROAR is the number if you want to join us. 654-7627 on the phones on the Adams & Co. Roofing text line. We were talking about the 5-plus-7 uh, model and uh, the college football playoff going to the 5-plus-7. Quite honestly, Ben, I would have been surprised if they didn't go to it. Um, one of the issues here with the timing is that apparently ESPN – who we we talked about this, I guess it was last week, that they entered into an agreement to broadcast this deal through 2032. Um, it would be the, the 32 playoff, the 31 season. They have basically been trying to hold the CFP's feet to the fire and go, okay, we want to do this, but you need to figure out what the format is first. 
so we can make sure for sure that we know what we're paying for. And so I think that made time of the essence a little bit because, as it stands right now, there's a, there's a great piece in the athletic, and there are like four different uh, there are like four different people on this. Um, it it came out I believe it was either this morning or yesterday. It was earlier this morning that it came out. This is Andrew Marchand and Nicole Auerbach and Stuart Mandel and Chris Vanini. And I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but basically this says that uh, there's a there's a danger that two things maybe could happen if this wasn't ratified. The first is that the Big Ten and the SEC would just be like, screw you guys, we're out of here, we can't believe y'all can't get on the same page on this, and it would sort of increase the likelihood that they would just exit and do their own thing, which the ACC and the Big 12 don't want. It would also increase the likelihood that they would start holding out for a bigger piece of the pie, which they may still do, but they now do it with a framework in mind. The second thing that is maybe on the table here is that uh, ESPN could balk at the price here, which would be a disaster for the CFP because as the athletic reports here, and now I I am going to read this part, uh, it says, while ESPN has a terms agreement set uh, in the wake of multiple reports on the deal last week, some rival networks were being told by factions within CFP leadership they could submit a new bid according to officials with knowledge of the discussion. So basically ESPN's got an agreement, but it's not been signed. And so, like, hey, if you want to come back to the table, feel free. And the fact that the CFP is saying that means that there may still be things to iron out with ESPN. This is the, this is the part that's interesting, though. It says, but the likes of Fox, NBC, and CBS have made no known offers. ESPN is still considered the clear frontrunner. Ben, they're not even bidding on this right now. ESPN is the only one that has actually bid on these rights, which means probably either it probably means that ESPN has just outbid what everybody else is willing to pay, and that's a that's sort of a simple way of thinking about it. The other thing that it could potentially mean is that these other networks do not want to commit the amount of time to a a uh, never ending, perpetually changing landscape of college football where you're locked in now to a contract through 2032, not knowing what the future of this model is. Ben, any thoughts on any of that as I put it on the table here, the ESPN piece, the the Big Ten SEC piece, or the 5 plus 7 piece here? I, I am not really surprised no one else is bidding on it. Um, I'm just not. The ESPN has done more with and for college football than any other network has and you know they're they're committed to it um and this you know further evidence that they'll remain committed to it what is their what's the time frame on this contract though it goes through the 2032 playoff now i will also point out that it's um, i'm glad you mentioned that because i will say that espn now reserves the right based on the negotiations to decide if it wants to let other networks in for a fee. So they can sub-license it out to these other networks at any point between now and 2032. So it's possible these other networks are going to let ESPN sort of be the guinea pig here and then try to jump in and pay ESPN the cost to carry some of these games toward the end of the contract. So they, they're they going, uh, let's see, starts, it starts this this season. So they're, this is an eight. Eight-year contract, 
Um, you know, I'm actually surprised that maybe they want to go eight years. I mean, there is the the one school of thought that, um, you know, this will really be worth it in five years from now. And, and I guess that's the angle that ESPN is going. The flip side of that is, though, how fast things change in college athletics. Are you comfortable with any projecting anything about college football eight seasons from now, six seasons from now? There, that's a little risky. You know, I would agree. I think there's some, there's probably some risk both ways, right? I mean, <clears throat> because mm-hmm. it, the value of the playoff could tank if all of a sudden this governance structure radically changes. If there are fewer schools involved and fewer leagues involved, and you have to go back to the table, the you know every, the the um, distribution model falls apart, which they still haven't quite agreed on that. Um, yes, so it could be a disaster. It could also be a bargain. So I mean, right. lest we forget, the ACC's issue right now is not the contract they signed in 2016. The issue is that the contract they signed in 2016 is still valid eight years later when so much has changed, to your point. I mean, think about that. It's it, Think about how outdated that ACC media rights contract feels right now and how inadequate it feels, and realize that that is the length of this contract for ESPN to carry the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. This contract's going to be outdated by the time it gets to the end. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how that plays out, uh, you know, when – so far, any kind of media rights deals, they always increase in value. But, you know, we've talked about the bubble of that bursting for a long time now. If it happens in the next eight years, you know, who knows? And again, with the the changing landscape of college football in particular right now, um, I, I'm just a little surprised that it's an eight-year, that you're committing to that for eight years. And, 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 you know, I guess the other thing is if nobody else is bidding on this, there's a really good chance they're not going to bid on this four or five, six years from now either if you had a shorter contract. I agree with that. I mean, I, I would suggest to you one of, the, one of the things that people might be waiting on is maybe a 16-team playoff. Because yeah. I think there are a lot of folks that think that that is an inevitability here, and maybe maybe you're waiting on maybe a, a neater and tidier bracket. That's a you know going from four to twelve is significant. Going from twelve to sixteen wouldn't be quite as big of a jump, and you probably you probably would have a little bit better idea of like the established value of this thing. Right. Lake Murray Michael makes a good point. Says uh, I bet in the next eight or ten years the top teams break away and form their own league. Um. I would be interested to see what the outs are for ESPN in this contract for that very reason right there. I, you know, I, I think that's true, um, and it, that that's something I don't know. Um, I, I would be interested to figure that out, too, because I don't know if the SEC and Big Ten break away that they would just take this structure with them um, or whether they would do their own thing and this structure would remain for the leagues that remain. Or if they would break away and it would be just sort of a weird, like, SEC, Big Ten, uh, you guys can also come along and participate at the end, but we're going to do our own thing during the season. Um, we don't really have any clarity on that. Yeah, and, and just a reminder, or maybe maybe I'm asking for validation from you, this contract is with 
the CFP and ESPN, not the NCAA, correct? That's correct. This yeah. is all this is all the CFP board. So this is totally outside of well, not totally outside the purview of the NCA, but this does not have to go to the full NCA Board of Governors for approval. Yeah. Well, I asked that question in relation to the to breaking away uh, comment there because if you're if you form your own league, the thought there is you're breaking away from the NCAA, um, but that would not necessarily impact you know your involvement in the cfp you know if you were say oklahoma for instance and you and you broke away you're still part of i guess still eligible for the college football playoff stuff the other um i guess maybe point of clarification i might have i somewhat misspoke a while ago when i said the top the the group of four or the power four conference champions and then you know get four of those spots and then one group of five that's actually not a a rule here uh there are no according to the athletic no conference champion is automatically qualified for the field my thought process my thought had always been we were talking almost a guarantee the power five and then one more or now the power four and and one more uh that is not the case according to the athletic it is just the top five that the highest ranked conference champions in the top five conferences so if the acc for instance doesn't have if there's two group of five teams uh conference champions that ended up being ranked higher than your champion you're not guaranteed a spot that's right, and uh, I want to say more about that coming back. There's a couple other elements at play, including that one, that I think are going to come into focus a little bit later. Before we go to break at the top of the hour, I do want to tell you about Tiger Express Wash. Three locations here in our listening audience. You've got Pendleton, you've got Easily, and you've got Clemson. Um, I am going out of town uh, starting t- uh, tomorrow. We're flying to South Bend, and before I go, I'm going to Tiger Express. It's something I like to do every couple weeks before you go out of town. Just feels nicer. Uh, you park a clean car at the airport. Uh, go by and see them. Great folks. Great prices. You can get that uh, that monthly deal where you pay month to month. You don't have to pay anything when you go up there as Tiger Express Wash. Hour two is next. WCCP FM 105.5. Clemson. Greenville Anderson. WAHT AM 1560. Cowpens. 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Hey, guys. Did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicap, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family owned and operated, 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. Tired of cutting your neighbor's grass or passing by distressed properties in your neighborhood? 
Well, wish no more. At Samuel Property Group, we specialize in transforming these overgrown, rundown properties and offer cash for them in as little as 10 days without the MLS. We buy properties every day, no matter the condition. So if you're ready to turn an eyesore into a neighborhood gym, visit samuelpropertygroup.com and fill out our contact form and we'll handle the rest. That's samuelpropertygroup.com. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Wearing a hat is so much more important than a fashion statement. You're making a stand for your favorite sports team, local cause, or brand. Hatflow Co. takes headwear seriously, offering only the highest quality custom and collegiate hats with patches handmade by locals in the upstate. 